This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Last time we were in Puerto Rico, I ate pepperoni pizza and burrata salad almost every day. I'm very curious what we're going to eat at this resort. I hope it has leafy greens in it, whatever it is. Me too. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai, which is outside of LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the power of positive feedback. Then we've got a supersized hits and bombs segment. Finally, this week's Hollywood hack will help you layer your necklaces with ease. This is something we have had much discussion about lately. Yes. But first, Sarah, recently we did a segment called Take the Room about how you've decided that when you move into your new house, you're going to take the room. You're going to, instead of having a guest room, you're going to make it an office. Yes. And we have gotten so much positive feedback on this idea. Thank you, listeners, for all the support, because, of course, I am waffling about it a little bit. So many people wrote in and said, yes, I did this. Such a great idea. Katie wrote in and she said, I listened to your episode about taking the room and thought I'd share the way taking the room has helped our family. I have three sons and we live in a three bedroom house in Brooklyn. All three of my sons sleep in the same bedroom and we use our third room as an office art room library. It's a great way for my husband and I to have a space for our paperwork and a quiet place to go when we need to concentrate. But it's also a great place for my sons to play quietly, draw or read. Awesome. That's what we talked about, this idea that you might have to give up a kid's bedroom in order to have another space, and that's fine. Yeah. Jennifer said, I just listened to episode 246 about Sarah using the extra room as an office and wanted to throw out a tip. So my office also serves as a guest room. We got a cute couch that is a pull-out bed, and she sent the link. So when we have guests, they have a bed, but most of the time I have a couch for my office. This way we get full use of the room. Just that I'd let you know if this idea could be useful. Finally, this one comes from our friend and fellow TV writer, Sarah Watson, who actually, Liz, came on the podcast to talk to us in episode 151. She wrote, I just had my first pause the pod moment listening to today's episode and hearing Sarah talk about her decision to make the guest bedroom into her space. I just converted our guest bedroom into a second office home gym, and I wish I'd done this two COVID variants ago. I shared Sarah's worry that guests wouldn't feel as comfortable staying over, but I found a way to get the best of both worlds, a Murphy bed. 
I know what you're thinking, but the technology has come a long way. It's easy to pull down and it fits a queen size normal mattress. When it's pulled down, you'd never know it's a Murphy bed. It looks just like a bed with a headboard. It even has built-in lights for reading in bed. The one I have, which she also sent a link to, which I appreciate, doubles as a desk. I don't even have to move anything off the desk when I pull the bed down. I mean, this is amazing. Okay, it just comes over the top like magic. They also have other really cute styles that look like built-in shelves or cabinets. I can't recommend this highly enough. She got hers for those in the Southern California area. Sarah got hers at Wilding Wall Beds in El Segundo um, because another writer, Jennifer Cecil, recommended it. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> well, I will be going there, I think. It is amazing. I looked at the picture she sent, and it's amazing how far Murphy beds have come. Of course, we have in our minds a big old mattress plopped against the wall. Yes. They're really lovely. I thought this was just such a fantastic idea for you. Yes, and for everyone out there who's decided that they need to take the room in their own homes. Yes. So thank you, everybody. I'm glad that everyone is claiming their space <laughs> to do what they need to do. Okay, Sarah, it is time for From the Treadmill Desk Of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's something nice and pleasant. This week, it's the power of positive feedback. Yes. We've obviously talked a lot about how tough season one of Fantasy Island was. Really, the first season of any show is difficult. I've never yeah. heard of a season one show that wasn't just trying to get through it. It's always really hard. But ours was especially tough because of our budget, because of our schedule, and, and COVID. Amidst all of that, we were still trying to find the show creatively. <laughs> Even more so than usual because we didn't have a pilot. So usually right. you spend months and months making a pilot, and then everybody sort of agrees, okay, this is what the show is tonally. These are the kind of stories we're telling. We didn't have that, which was great to go straight to series, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> it meant all of that work was being done at the same time that we were moving forward with other episodes. Yes. When you're finding your way creatively, one of the things that happens is that you get a lot of criticism. A lot. <laughs> Hopefully it's mostly constructive criticism. Yes. But it can feel as if shit raining down upon you. Basically, even when right? it's constructive, it does <laughs> feel when, that way. Yes. Even when it's said in the nicest possible way, yeah. it can be a brutal process. Sarah, season two is just so different. And we've yeah. never gotten our show, a show to a season two. <laughs> right. I mean, we've been on shows that have season two, three, four, five, six, seven, but we haven't gotten a show of our own to season two. So this is our first time experiencing this. It's absolutely wonderful. It is so nice. <laughs> it's interesting because creatively, we in the studio and the network are all on the same page. The feedback that we're getting is all, yes, this is what we're doing. We agree. This is a good episode of this show. And there are always notes and criticism and feedback and things to adjust and change. But the tenor is just so much more pleasant. And the volume is a lot less. Well, and, you know, season one, I mean, we threw out a script. We threw out an outline. We threw out a story area, which would put us back weeks and weeks. And so this way, we're sort of constantly moving forward. And what we realize quite often, the season 
is this power of positive feedback puts you in such a different frame of mind. You and I were clinging to each other, basically. (laughs) We were like Jack and Rose after the sinking of the Titanic by the end of the season, just holding on, but one of us didn't go down, which is amazing. (laughs) Exactly. So we were talking about what impact does positive feedback have on us. One thing we've realized is that it's easier to take good notes when you've been getting a lot of positive feedback. Yes, it absolutely is. I think where our bodies are literally physically not as shut down and closed off and we're just more receptive. Yes. And it also energizes us to work harder. Yes. Last year, we didn't really have a choice, but it was just so exhausting and draining. Now we're like, all right, love this idea. Let's focus on this. Now let's move on to the next thing. I mean, it's a much more positive place to be in. Yes. Sarah, I love this. It reminds us why this really is a fun job and why we enjoy it. There are times in our career, and I'm sure this is true for everyone who loves their job, where you're saying it's a fun job and you enjoy it, but you really don't feel that way. Right. And it's so nice to actually be living that and feeling that and not just sort of having to remind ourselves of it. Oh, Yes. It's interesting because we're about to go to Puerto Rico a week from today. Oh, my goodness. We're leaving for Puerto Rico. I think when we left, both of us were like, we never want to come again. This was so hard. (laughs) And now we're looking forward to it. We're excited to see all the great people we worked with season one. We're excited creatively. We're excited to see the cast. And Adam Kane, who directed the first two last year, is directing the first two again. It's going to be really nice to see all these people we like. Yes. It's going to be really nice to see all these people we like and make something fun together. Sarah, I might mention it's going to be 83 degrees. It's the perfect time Mm. to be in Puerto Rico. Yes. What is the takeaway of this for us? One thing it really reminds me is that when someone deserves good feedback, give it to them. This goes for personal and professional. Yes. You can give someone good feedback in your personal life. Absolutely. I I mean, I think of it as a parent. Yes. Say nice things to your kids and make a point of doing it, not just when they're actually being spectacularly wonderful. Violet put on a dress this morning. I'm just like, good job. That's a really cute dress. Yeah. (laughs) Anything. Yes, anything. Also, what I think is really helpful is that it reminds us that if we're going through a tough time at work, again, as everybody does, just remember there's likely light at the end of the tunnel. You can get through this. You can get back to a place of positive feedback. Yes. Just hang on, nose to the grindstone. Sometimes you're crawling. I mean, I literally picture us as crawling on the ground when I think of season one. I think that's very accurate, yes. Yeah. And it's, I think, a reminder to us when we know people who are in that position, because so many people are in their work lives and in their private lives, to give feedback to those people. Like, if someone is struggling on a script, for example, even if we're frustrated, to remember to say the good things that they're doing because it makes it easier to tackle the hard things. That's the thing. The power of the positive feedback is that it makes everything easier. Yes, it really does. Sarah, as someone who is now 
in theory, training a puppy, that's what they say is all about positive reinforcement. And that negative reinforcement with a dog does absolutely no good. Right. Humans are not that different, let's be honest. That's so true. Coming up, oh hi, oh my. But first, this break. Okay, Liz, it's time for Hits and Bombs, because Hollywood is all about big hits and big bombs. And today we have a mutual hit and a mutual bomb, and then we have some individual hits and bombs as well. Well, Sarah, speaking of the power of positive feedback, (laughs) we want to give a big hit to our assistant, Lauren, who has been helping us with the podcast. Yes. Specifically, last week we were really slammed. When we do the podcast, we have a script, not that it's scripted, but we have an outline of what we want to talk about and points we want to make and transitions and all of that that you and I do every week. Last week, we logged on. We were going to do it in Google Docs. We got there and we're like, oh my gosh, this whole thing has been done. It was like completely done. It was yes, amazing. there was nothing for us to do. Yeah. And Lauren, we texted Lauren and she said she <laughs> knew we were really busy and she had the bandwidth to do it and she knew what we were going to talk about because we yeah. had talked about it with her. And she just decided to go ahead and take a stab at doing it. And she did a fantastic job. And it was so helpful to us. And it was such a gift. Yes, we talk about each other's writing as being a gift. We work, 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 and then suddenly there's this gift of half a script right there. It was that. It was so great. And it lifted my spirits completely because we were so busy. And then it was just, oh, my gosh, look at this. It's done. We're ready to record. It's like angels from heaven sang. Yes, yes. Big hit to Lauren for taking that initiative. It really made a difference to us. Thank you, Lauren. Now, we also have, Sarah, a mutual bomb, but it's sort of a hit as well. It's sort of a bomb slash hit because it's a bad thing, but now a good thing. (laughs) Yes. If that makes sense. It's a bit. A bomb. Yes. Hit. Yes, a bit. (laughs) Past meetings that we've had that we now wish had been emails instead. That's the bomb. The bomb is to all the meetings we had that weren't necessary. Where this comes from is this season on Fantasy Island, we've been getting written notes from the studio and the network, and it is so efficient and wonderful. They talk together, and then they send us one document with all of their thoughts. And it's so great because we literally can just go down and go check, 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 check. We should discuss, check, check. For us, as people who are who like to be organized and also who are obligers, to have a clear document that we can look at and literally just go down one thing at a time is so great. We can talk about the notes after. We can have a follow-up call or Zoom if we need to, but maybe we don't need to. When we have so much on our plate, it's very efficient. Also, it gives us a chance to process the notes if we do talk so that we know what our questions are. It just works beautifully. Sarah, as you and I have been discussing this, you know, I'm a mug person. Yes. (laughs) And I found a mug online that just cracked me up. It says, I survived another meeting that should have been an email, (laughs) which I just find to be so funny. I think everyone can relate to meetings that they wish were emails. A funny mug out there, we'll link to it for anybody who's familiar with this feeling. 
A bit. Yes. A bomb that has become a hit. <laughs> Sarah, you have a very layered, complex bomb. Yes, I do. Take some explaining. Okay, we're going to do our individual hits and bombs. Okay, so my individual bomb is for Ojai. <laughs> Specifically moving to Ojai, which has just not been at all what I had hoped it would be. It's been, <laughs> it's been frankly, pretty terrible. On from the little to the big, I haven't had an oven since October, which as a baker is really a drag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it turns out that we have some neighbors who are not super nice. A guy followed Violet and I in his truck, going, Where do you live? Where do you live? I thought he was going to kidnap Violet. Violet thought he was going to shoot me. It was very creepy. And it was just a guy who doesn't like people walking their dogs around in front of his house. And of course, I bought a house a block from where I'm renting. So I'm going to have this guy as a neighbor. The worst part, honestly, has been the school situation, which we moved here for the school that I thought was going to be really fabulous and wonderful. And it turned out to be a total nightmare. I withdrew Violet from the school a couple weeks ago. It's impossible to find reliable childcare in a small town in a pandemic. It's just all been kind of a shit show, not what I dreamt of in the slightest. Of course, Sarah, I'm like, oh, great. Sarah gave me so much credit (laughs) for giving her this wonderful insight that made her move to Ojai. That was unfortunate. Well, none of this is your fault. You can still take the credit. Liz, it might turn out to be a great thing two years from now if we're still here. I really don't know. That's true. This is one of those you never know what's good news and what's bad news situations. Give it time. I'll blame you in five years if it's really bad. Okay. (laughs) Yes, I will take that blame. (laughs) I will hang my head. It seemed like it made sense. Well, in many ways, you know, it did. It just maybe was bad timing or bad what, energy in the universe. I don't know. What I don't like, Ojai was such your happy place. I know. And I don't want Ojai to be tainted for you because it's a place that you love so much. Yes. Well, it is tainted, sadly, but <laughs> things can be refreshed, hopefully. We'll see. Yes. Yes. So that's my bomb, which is a sucky bomb. But I have a hit. I have a hit for you, Liz, because I I was having a couple very difficult days. And Liz does not like to drive, but you drove up to Ojai. We had an in-person work day here in my house, which is full of boxes because we're moving as soon as we get back from Puerto Rico with dogs and Violet as our dinner companion. It was not the sort of relax at the Ojai Valley Inn kind of Ojai trip. (laughs) that we used to do. But it was very nice. I got to have a little wine after Violet went to bed and we got to relax and chat about not all work stuff. Yes. It was very, very nice. And I think the first time I've done that since we were in Puerto Rico, it's just been so crazy. I haven't had any kind of chill fun time. So it was very nice. And my hit goes to you. (laughs) Oh, well, that's nice. I mean, again, I think I'm probably more deserving of a bomb, but I felt like I had a little vacation boxes aside. And we were very productive. We were. so much easier for us to work together. Yes, we got a script out. So that felt good. Okay, Sarah, I'm going to start with my hit and then I'll go with my bomb. My hit, this is our mutual admiration society today. (laughs) My hit is to you. And I have to say, I actually feel so strongly about this. I also gave you a gold star on Happier for the exact same thing because I'm so struck by it. And that hit is for remaining creatively present 
on Fantasy Island despite everything you're dealing with. You are dealing with a lot, really in it right now. (laughs) And yet somehow you manage to sort of compartmentalize that and come to work and kick ass with ideas in the room, structure, with writing, all the things. So I am very grateful for that because, (laughs) of course, if you weren't doing that, I would be the one most feeling it. So I'm very appreciative of it. So I give you a big hit for just being able to do that. Well, thank you. I actually think that work is my safe space right now. Mm. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. actually really fun. And I love our room and I love the show and work is the thing that's making everything okay. If we were going through all of those difficulties and having things thrown out and everything that had happened last year, <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Oh my God. But it's good. So I'm I'm just grateful for that. And I do think going to Puerto Rico again will be a nice reset. We're looking forward to that. I'll get out of Ojai for a while. Yes, yes. Okay, Sarah, my bomb is to myself because I don't know if you even remember this, but we were supposed to be doing follow-ups and report on how we're doing on like our new paths since being done with season one and a new year and you in a new place and all of this. Sarah, not only have we not reported on it, have I not done it? I don't remember (laughs) what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm guessing it probably has something to do with eating better. Yeah. uh, Unless. I don't know that for sure, though. That's how far off I am. I don't even remember what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's a big oops. Yeah, we should have Lauren go back and listen to those episodes and just remind us. I know that I was supposed to be hiking twice a week. Oh, yeah. Have you been? I've probably hiked once a week. Okay. Well, given everything you're dealing with, <laughs> yeah, hit to you. Another hit to you for that. <laughs> but after Puerto Rico, my goal will be to actually commit to twice a week. It's doable. Okay. I can make All it right. happen. And I'll see what mine is, and I'll try to recommit. A bomb to me for utter failure. There's time. Coming up, a Hollywood hack that is solving a very big problem in my life currently. But first, this break. Sarah, it is time for this week's Hollywood hack, and it is... The triple layering clasp from Necklet. Okay, Okay. this needs some explanation because if someone said that to me, I would have no idea what they were talking about. Right now, the very stylish, chic thing to do is to layer necklaces. Yes. We've both been trying to layer our necklaces. And we've both been frustrated by it. (laughs) Yes, we have because they're constantly getting tangled up together. Yes. Then it doesn't look good, and it's not easy to get them apart. It's not just like pulling them apart. Uh It's a whole to-do. I was expressing my utter frustration at my necklace layering in the room the other day, (laughs) and Adria Lang, who is one of our co-EPs, said, well, don't you have the thing? And we're like, what thing? No, what thing? She's like the triple layering class <laughs> from Necklet. She didn't say that, but she sent us the link, and that's what it's called. She sent us a link to one that's at Nordstrom. It comes in silver or gold. It's $45, so not outrageously expensive. Sarah, I ordered it literally one minute after Adria <laughs> sent the link. I have not yet gotten it. 
I'm checking my email every day to see if I get a notification. I know you're like, please let it come before we go to Puerto Rico. Exactly (laughs) right. But I feel comfortable recommending it because Adria was just so, this is the thing. This is what you need. No problem. Problem solved. So I feel comfortable recommending it. I have not gotten one yet because I'm moving and I don't want to have any more things that I have to move from one place to another place. But that is on my list. I'll let you get it. You can report back and then I'll get one. Yes, I'm very excited about it. (laughs) And we will link to it in the show notes for anybody who's interested. Yes. Okay, that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole30's Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at SFain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Liz, I realized since we're shooting in a new hotel, we're going to have all new restaurant options. I know. I'm I'm excited. I'm going to miss my burrata salad, I have to say. Yes, but- <laughs> and I do want to go back to the Hyatt for their mafungo because they have amazing mafungo. Yes. Although maybe this hotel does as well. Let's hope. From the Onward Project. <laughs>